on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. Oh, good. G'day, fellas. How are we? Hello, hello, boys. How are we? Good, right, man. What's happening? Nothing much. Just getting used to the news today. No footy for a while. Who knows how long. And we've got our guest on. Oh, the big fella. I mean, Wynnum legend, <laughs> South legend, Mitch Bucket. Yeah, thanks for coming on, on, mate. No, thanks for having me. I was trying to find, Bucks, I was trying to find the, your intercept try. Was It, it was, it was yeah. intercepting the trial. Was it you picked it up off the ground? Or? Um, oh, I don't really remember, but I'm pretty sure DeBellin offloaded. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, DeBellin went for like a get something going. He's just offloaded. And yeah. No one behind him. Yeah. And just took off. Boom. Scooped it up. 90 metres, I remember. <laughs> yeah, 105. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Debellin, he could be the only bloke who's glad that the world's slowing down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want to be in freaking quarantine with him though, if you're a oh, chick. Yeah, no. Apparently, he's got those real big <laughs> fingers though. Yeah. Who knows what's going on there? Yeah, but Bucks, thanks for coming on, bro. Travelled all the way over from Sandgate, so fucking bit of a hike. But um, yeah. And you were saying you know you weren't playing this year anyway. So nah, you, last year was your swan song. Yeah, yeah, swan song. Never played a grand final till last season. Mm-hmm. And then we lost, so yeah, that was good enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> not, not trying another twenty-one seasons. <laughs> yeah. So is that the first time you've been in? A... Yeah, yeah, first time I've ever oh, been in a grand yeah. final. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh. Who was was that with Kabulcha? Yeah, yeah. So we went up against Rivers, and they just they had a stacked team. But I don't know. We, I think we had a better team, but they just got us like. Yeah. We just sort of got in front by eighteen and just went to sleep. Yeah, well, actually, we might we should get that skull going soon. So, on when on your way home, you're not too over the limit, even though they're not doing breath no tests. No DDs, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised more people aren't taking advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, you got the two there, or? Oh yeah, do you want? Am I doing two? Am I? Oh, it's gonna be rough. Yeah. So yeah, Bucks claim fame is the fastest sculler I've ever seen. So. It's a good talent until you turn 23, 24. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to become bad. And then blokes <laughs> force you to do it and then you're hungry yeah. as fuck for a week. Yeah, you go somewhere on a Tuesday night and blokes yeah. are making you do it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Right. All so right, let's get it done. Into it. <laughs> fuck, there's some pressure on me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. not bad. That is really yeah, legit, eh? Have you seen Faster? No, nah, probably no. not, eh? No. Nah. Probably not at not all. Not that I yeah. can think of. It used to be good, like, as an 18-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Act blind at the pub. Yeah. I challenge you to a skull off, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, 50 bucks, and yeah, and then you just go sober and <laughs> smash them. <laughs> fucking hell. And now it's just turned into where you still go places. We're like, oi, bud, show <laughs> yeah. us the fucking... I'm 32 years old, but I want to see your skull, can't... <laughs> oh, like, I'm real... At the start of the night, I'm like, nah, 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 and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been good for like if you like say a lot of the time when I get in the piss, I'm good at sort of get there late for after from footy or something, whatever. Once you rock up late, you just fucking do that three or four times and it's on, you know. But yeah, but uh, so I've never grog you'd consume in like fucking like, two minutes, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, it? it's not, 
It's not handy. <laughs> I've never been able to do it. Like, I just can't open it. And that's all you're doing, eh? Is you're totally opening yeah. your throat. It just goes down. Like pretty much as fast as it goes in, it'll go down. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> dusty the next morning when you're doing it with spirits. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mm. yeah right. So when did, your, when did your club officially close down? Um, so the senior boys, we went on a camp, um, obviously not the weekend, just gone the weekend before. Yeah, I think they made the call Tuesday. Yeah, that Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. That's like pretty that. much yeah, the same so. as everyone else, I think. Yeah, no, it was pretty, like we had a massive um, camp with the senior boys. A few of us older blokes went out and ran it with the coach and that, and it was like a pretty much half and half, new boys, old boys kind of thing. And it's real good for the bonding, and then for that to come out, it's just like... Mm. Yeah, that camp's just going to waste kind of thing. That's it, and we were talking about it. How, like, even with the break, even if we can get back this season, how hard it's going to get to get those boys, some of the boys back. That's what I was was thinking about it today. I'm like, so they'll make a call. They'll be like, right, like, say they say everything's sweet, um, first weekend in May, you can play. So what's that mean? You train for two days, three days. And play yeah. like the amount of injuries that'll come out or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and the amount of imagine trying to get if we finally got numbers, preseason's done, trials have just just about wrapped up. We've got all your numbers that you're probably going to have for the year. Trying to get all those blokes back and trying to get them back in a in a sort of condition where they've been off for four, six, eight weeks by themselves, left to their own devices. Especially some of the piggies, they just they just dropped eight kilos yeah. during preseason. They come back and they're going to be. Back to where they started, I Well, suppose. I saw Nathan in the shops and he put it straight back on the car. Yeah. Oh, he looks at food, but he does drink a fuckload of grog. Too. Yeah. He's not a, not scared of a warm VB, so <laughs> it would definitely go far astray from him. I got tipped in today that the NRL sides will be back doing a, a second pre-season on June 1st. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they said, they said the season would commence again on June 1st. That's the, no. the earliest possible date. That's what they're yeah. aiming for. And they'd assess the season six to eight weeks beforehand. And try and make a ruling on it then, so they could go into a form of mini preseason. But then they've left every week after the June first open and available, so they can reassess on a weekly basis until September first. And then once September first comes, they'll have to cancel the NRL season for twenty twenty. But because there's not enough room, yeah, not enough, play, room, not enough time, and that'll give them preseason to be two three months. You just wouldn't have to do the pre Christmas slog. But it doesn't it seem like it's all a bit like we're all like everyone's kind of bro science at the moment because no one no one fucking knows yeah. like you, you've got like New York and and LA that are pretty much they're not going back to school this year mm. so they've like said all right there's no school back they're only just starting to because I subscribe to the LA Times yeah and there's articles how people are out exercising yeah too many people are out exercising at the one time so. They're getting the shits with them about that, where people should be full lockdown sort of stuff. In places like that, but the dense population and the population of somewhere like New York is fucking incredible. And then you've got, like, even a job like the police force, which has to keep going, 55 coppers in New York got it. And yeah. then there was three air traffic controllers who gave it to four um, stewardesses. So who knows how far it could have gone just from that one airport. Yeah. And then the whole of New York has like had like 12,500 cases within the next 48 hours after finding out all these people had it. Yeah. So I'll, then there's nothing I was at the, else I'll, you can do. I was at the fucking, not last week and the week before, I was at the Cabaret Club. 
Yeah. Like for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then um just, you know, supporting, supporting them through That's college. Oh mate, local business. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> but and all and it was dead. It was kinda dead. And they're like, Oh, they yeah, is this because of the coronavirus? They go, Yeah, we kinda can't believe you guys are in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's fucked. Yeah. And that's the thing, like we we're saying off air. Not everybody took it seriously. So you still don't know a lot of information about it. Everyone's guessing. Then someone else tells me, oh, mate, it's going to be at least 18 months till we're back on our feet. So other people tell you different stuff, things like that. Some people have said to me they doubt the NRL will play this year. It's all a lot of opinion at the moment, but it's all up. Yeah. You don't know. I you do... listen to every expert that's come out and said anything and said it's going to definitely get worse before it gets better. So if you if you have anything to go off, it's got to be the word of the experts. Like they got um all these blokes with PhDs and scientists and biosecurity experts and stuff all saying it's getting worse, getting worse. And then you go down, an old mate you know down from fucking 13B down the road said, no, we'll be right in fucking four weeks. So yeah, you've you got to pick and choose where you get your Plenty from. of experts used to say the, the planet was flat and Columbus yeah. was going to sail off the edge of the earth Isn't too. It? So, you know, <laughs> like, like, things like that too, like... When bucks just go like that, face it directly, like you, you can turn that uh, the down my microphone actually down. Yeah, so it's right on your yeah, right on your mouth. It has. That's what she said. As a lot of them, <laughs> as a lot of people discuss today, it's unearthed a lot of dramas that we have in the structure of the NRL system, just like financially and that. Mm. They're meant to be putting fifty million bucks away every year. Two thousand ten. Yeah, mm. yeah, for this type of situation, and it all said, "Yep, seems like a good idea," and, and they never did it. Now we've got to this, and they do have $150 million, and clubs will be paid their grants from the NRL while, while they're not playing, but mm. it's going to put some things in situation, and it comes down to when you're paying blokes too much money, like, and you do not begrudge these blokes for accepting the money, yeah. but... Just your salary cap. They're going to have to reduce salary caps and blokes are going to have to play for less money. And what was their initial idea to take them out to a mining camp? To Calliope, yeah. 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 Calliope's just, um, it's about an, well, 45 minutes sort of west, maybe southwest of Gladstone. And it's got a giant mining camp and it's got um, 18 buildings, separate unit buildings. And it's pretty much designed for exactly what that is, mining oh. camp. So, and they just would have locked them down. Locked them in now. But can, can you imagine being those entry players that are just on the? What's what's the minor money now? Is it like it used to be seventy five thousand that you had to get? Some play hundred grand plus. Yeah, but I know blokes yeah. who drive forklifts in a, in Brizzy that yeah that do hit shit loads of OT and get a hundred and twenty grand almost because mm, yeah. they just never have days off. Mm. There was also they brought up they never. Out there at Olympic Park, they've got a centre of excellence. They've got a bunch of hotels not being used. They've got a stadium, a training facility. Would that, if you're going to lock blokes down, wouldn't it have been better to have thought about that? Yeah. But the, the thing same. is, how can you lock people down like, and then it, not assume some blokes going to miss his family, some blokes yeah. going to miss his missus, some blokes going to have a Tinder hookup? Something like that. That's what I was talking about. Uh, I was actually talking about this afternoon with a couple of my mates. I said the way they could have went about it is um, done that whole – they needed to make a call, obviously, on that Calliope thing a few weeks ago or whatever. They, yep. they missed it by a month. But they should have done like a month on, month off kind of thing. So you could um, – they just call it half the season, month on, month off, play for four weeks straight, come home, come home for two weeks, go back for two weeks, isolate for 14 days, yeah. test everyone. If it's yeah. sweet – Yep, they go play. If not, 
lockdown. Mm. I think, but and, and you're not in a worse spot because you would have called it anyway. But they're saying um, now that private companies they you can pay them to test it, and I heard the NRL's paying um, chartered flights for teams. Surely mm. they could. That was three hundred grand yeah, a weekend. That's what I mean. Surely mm. they could be paying these private companies to test the blokes, and you'd have to like you'd lose a heap of games, but you get four weeks straight. And but imagine the yeah. imagine the viewer ratings it have. The only sport going, every the whole world would watch it. Oh yeah, and yeah, well, I I really liked not having watching on TV. I really like not having crowds because you heard you heard way more. I yeah. thought mm. Saturday night's game when Manly beat the Roosters, yeah. you could hear these whacks, and then you heard someone heckling Flanagan kicking. It yeah. was a Manly bench, and then they were, <laughs> this is just not sportsmanlike. Mm. <laughs> the, the weirdest thing is I was flicking through. Um, uh, the channels the other night and Dancing with Stars and there's no one in the, the, the dancing in front of no one because there's no one in the fucking <laughs> yeah, audience yeah. and then you hear just like like it must be just people in the production team going yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> or like a fucking sound clap like, uh, like a clapping yeah. track you know <laughs> it's yeah. a crazy time eh? oh yeah and it's it's we will get to play again but it may not be this year mm. and that's realistic but it's how they learn from this and then I don't think getting they want to go in with the sixteen team model, and that with the broadcast rights, they got another year on that. So you need to be producing eight games a weekend to give these people uh, value for money. Mm. Your mates, the he's the head of the players' association, Clint Newton. First off, apparently when they went to uh, negotiate, they wanted to get paid a hundred percent of the money for for this period they're not playing. Mm-hmm. And all the chief executives said, not a chance. But then you hear, like, the, the Bulldogs coaching staff, none of them are getting paid a cent mm-hmm. while this is happening. So to keep your job, it comes down to, do you want to keep your job and take a pay cut? That's so weird, like, because wouldn't they just be on a contract, like a year contract? They are, but the thing is, they're not getting the money pumped into them from the broadcast deals. Yeah. To, to pump yeah. that up. So do you know what or they're doing the with any, any of the yeah, others, so like the NBA, the AFL, all that? Well, how are they sorting AFL, it out? AFL have came out, the players have came out and said, fuck off, we're not taking pay cuts. And then they said, well, we don't have a choice. We don't have, like, this is not going to work without blokes taking pay cuts. And now they've had meetings with the Players Association and stuff and it's still undecided, but they don't have a choice. The North Same Melbourne the coach is not accepting. He's taken a hundred percent pay cut while they're not playing. So is Geelong's um, Geelong's coach and their um, their CEO as well. Just in the interest of keeping staff, because if 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 they're paying their head coach a full wage and the CEO a full wage, there's no money for other for for the staff around the around the club. Yeah. So they're sort of just these blokes are taking these pay cuts here and there, just to try and in the interest of keeping the club afloat without without uh, as many casualties as possible. And blokes like players have got to start doing it too. Jai Arrow was on the news just before I came over. He said he he's happy to take a pay cut as long as he can pay his his bills and keep his head above water. It's like it's a tough time, and it's it's not something that humans can control a whole lot. Yeah. But if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. That's so. it. Bucks, you're a chippy, eh? Yep. Yeah. And um, are you running your own show? No. Nah, so I work for a fire company at the moment. So we got an email. So I basically just do doors. Doors, just replace doors, repair doors. That's it. Like, yeah, and sweet. Yeah, we got an email the other day saying we're essential. So yeah, yeah, we won't be closing down unless it's big time lockdown kind of. Yeah, thing, so. sweet. It is handy to hear that. 
Because yeah. well, you, you just had a kid too, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's five oh. months old now, six yeah. months old, something like that. And so, just yeah. got engaged. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm just losing money really? this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had a good time, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. But because um, obviously more people being at home than that now, they're going to need their, like, might sound like I'm trying to talk up what I'm doing, but like if yeah. you have everyone at home and say, if, like, a, probably more likely to fire to happen, so unlikely to happen, but yeah. if that happened and we were shut down, the doors weren't getting checked, and a fire escape was blocked or locked shut. Yeah. Multiple, multiple, multiple people die. Mm. So they've sort of led with that. So we're, yeah, we're sweet for now. So yeah. And that's yeah. one thing that separates us from other countries. We'll put people on who can do jobs like that because you need them, and people who sell food to people and stuff like that, like... Hasn't Great Britain just become locked down? Like, yeah, you can only go, ne- yeah, the necessity. Yeah. Or, you know, like. You can still, they still have sort of an essential sort of plan as well, but yeah. theirs isn't as extensive as ours. They're saying well, pretty much anyone that's not a copper or a healthcare worker or yeah. something like that or military, pretty much just. Or podcasters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much yeah, just stay. We're, we're raising the spirit to the community, man. Do <laughs> yeah. not doubt that. <laughs> Tough job. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to keep yeah. smiles on people's faces. Well, I've got a man. Bucket, yeah. well, every, put every, a smile yeah, on Yeah, Bucks still so. going beers. We're not getting footy showers, so if you just want us to do this with our dicks out in the future, yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, we we'll just have to take fair. the camera yeah. heaps further back. I'll so take you... some Viagra and then chuck a rubber band around the base of it before I do it. <laughs> I was so. listening to the um, one of your podcasts the other day, actually, about one of you were talking about showers and the boys not taking their undies off. Yeah, the quite a few. Yeah, probably would have been I. Uh, we had a good rule at Wynnum. It was um, if you were in the showers with the undies on and someone came in nude, you're straight out. Oh, yeah. yeah like, so they yeah. boss you. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. So, it's either take your undies off. Fuck, or, that's a great Or you're room. out kind of thing and you wait. And, and so the, 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 the how many years did you end up being at Wynnum? Uh, four. Four seasons. And that year. crossed over with Paddy too, eh? Yeah, so it was, it was, I think it was only the first season I was there. Before yeah. Paddy came, yeah. Oh, okay. How long were you at CS? Uh, just a season, just yeah. Just one season, yeah, yeah right. And, you, and then you went from CS to the Bunnies. Well... Oh, no, sorry. No, no, I was never at South. I was at Sunny Coast. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sunny right. Coast and then down, and then down to the Bunnies. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Sunny Coast to Bunnings, then to... Then to yeah. I was signed with Reckless. Like, I, I hadn't yeah. put pen to paper, but I was signed. So before I went down, um, when I was playing that last 2012 at the Coast, signed with Reckless, went down, signed with them, and then South signed us up. So obviously went down and then... Did the whole preseason... No, no. Oh, with South. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I moved down there in last week of October. Drove down, started. I oh, got down on the Sunday. Got there yeah. at eleven a.m. And Kimmy hooked his up. Yeah, yeah. 2013. Thirteen. Yeah. So got down the end of two thousand twelve. Yeah, did the preseason and then. Yeah. Okay. Got and got the two trials in with them. Was nah. It? Oh, yeah. I played one against PNG. We played PNG at um, Redfern. Yeah. They don't do that anymore, do they? That um. You know, they always used to pick someone to play at Redfern, like, a, yeah. just for the, the members' day. Yeah, there was a members' game. Yeah. Only members could get in. Be, uh, be, yeah, being in that, uh, once you got to that NRL system, were you like, fuck, this is, you know, like, was it pretty hectic yeah, as soon like, as you got there? I always look, like, I look back at it now and, like, massive regrets with how I went about it because I'd say that I was very, um, always throughout my career until probably I left Wynnum. Or probably my, one of my last couple of years at Wynnum, I was always like not thinking I was good enough for that position until I excelled at it. So, yeah. like 
first year of cults, I was um, obviously not turning 20. I was 19, turning 19. Yeah. So I was sort of a bit shyer. And then the next season I went, oh, well, like I'm 20 now. Like I'll be, I'll be a big dog now. And yeah. I was sweet that season. Like I just went from being like average the season before and then just had a massive season. Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And then um, went into cup. Same thing. Like I was like, oh, I don't like. I don't know how I'm going to go here, blah, blah, Cause, blah. Because that, that year when you came into Cup, you were the only cunt standing out. Yeah. Like it was, it was because we were stinking it up. Yeah. And then, but you were, you were making line breaks still and stuff like that. We you had the, you had started that bit of a cult following yeah. with the buckets <laughs> on the heads and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, like I said, like, like I got told I was playing Cup and it probably the only reason I thought I might've been good enough to play was because it was fellas I was playing with the year before in Colts playing. And I was like, well, we're pretty close. Like yeah. skill set wise, like I'm maybe I'll do all right here. And then obviously you're someone debuts in footy, like doesn't matter what level it is when they step up, they get excited and yeah. you play better in that. And then that sort of just gave me the confidence there. Yeah. But then when I went down to South, like it sort of started again. Like I went right back and I hung back shy, didn't really, Put myself forward, kind of thing. There's a lot of good players at South Park. Fuck, really, it'd be nerve And you come into it, come into system like that with internationals. Like, I was like, Luke would have still been there and stuff like that. Yeah, you would yeah. have just been stars in your eyes for a bit, I suppose. Yeah, just... like, yeah it was amazing. Like, was that. Sean Edwards a strength and conditioning guy there then? Sean, yeah, he was there. He spoke at a seminar, um, coaching seminar I was at once. Holy shit, he, the way he described those wrestling sessions where blokes would crawl out of the room to spew. Then they'd grab him and throw him back in, go, right, you spewed, get back in there. Yeah. He said it was horrendous. And he reckoned that when Inglis, when Maguire first got Inglis, Inglis was trying to, he was trying to slide out. They went to a, uh, a, a camp somewhere. And he goes, he's saying, he goes, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, my ankle. He goes, yeah. is that broken? And he goes, no. Ben's he deep. goes, then get the fuck out there or get in your car and fuck <laughs> off. And no one had ever spoke to Inglis like that. So after Maguire laid the law down, they all started, oh, shit. Was Ben Teo still there when you were there? That was his first season there as well, yeah. So that was his oh. How good was he, he was when they won it? Teo, that, that they'd be killing it with that massive pack when they were and dominating off everybody. The bench and and then I'll just take it to a different level. Yeah, he was incredible. How was Teo amongst the boys? Was he a likable guy or? Um, Again, like I was pretty shy, but <laughs> he was sort of like a a big dog. Yeah, so he would only really he'd talk to yeah the younger kids a little bit, but he was had that little bit of like I'm sort of just a yeah, bit better than a bit of arrogance. Yeah, 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 but like he was nice enough. Like he's never like yeah a cock, but you could tell like yeah, which like it's fine. Like do what you want. Like I I didn't care. I was just yeah. like, like do what you want. It doesn't bother me. But. That sounds like Freddie when he first came to Mitchie. <laughs> yeah. And people were going, like is that the guy? Michi, is, that the, is that the World Cup guy? And then gave you nah, guys... No, no, it can't be him. And then gave you better. guys a premiership. <laughs> well, you did. Well, the first time we got in the piss, you did say, I'm going to deliver this club a premiership. And I was going... Yeah. Oh, okay, this place? He's not sure. I confident. think that year I even reached out to Buckets as well when mm -hmm. I come back. I was like, what are you... Because you, Marty, I think I reached out to it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to set up this team that we win the premiership because <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been in one either or like not e oh no I've never been in one so that's the only one I've won ever won yeah yeah fucking. Simpson was the best yeah oh, like, oh so we got Alex Simpson in that team oh did you yeah what? so yeah. he fucking destroyed interesting dude he was yeah. and then you'd see him play and tomahawk these blokes I'm going holy oh, shit yeah, yeah, good tough, eh? and he was like real like uh, kind of a, you'd call him a hippie or? yeah massively yeah when yeah. you spoke to him you'd be talking about oh yeah and I was out in the piss and he'd be right into your story with you and I was like I didn't think he'd be like this you know what I mean yeah like, he's real down to earth dude oh, before I ever get 
Bucks, talk us through that um, the game at Redcliffe when you had to when you had to. Uh... Oh, that little accident. <laughs> nah, so I was like, I I have weird little superstitions, I guess, and it's sort of like time related food stuff like that. Yeah, games and. I can't remember what I was doing with me missus at the time, but cleaning the house or something like that and lost track of time. And then I was like, fuck, that's the time. Like, we've got to go to footy. Like, I haven't eaten. And I was like, right, we've got to stop somewhere on the way. Yeah. And then I stopped at a kebab shop <laughs> and got like a sweet chili kebab on the way to the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, here we go. And um, so we were we were coming last in Colts. <laughs> hadn't won a game. Reckless were coming last. Hadn't won a game either. So big game for us. <laughs> and um, half time comes, I've gone off. And me, like, my stomach's going a bit crook, eh? And I'm like, fuck, like, I've probably got time here. I should shoot it twice. I was like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. you'll be sweet. Head back out there. Who was trainer? Aaron? Azza? Was uh, he training you then? Or Scotty? He... Nah, because it was Colts. I think it was oh. just Chook. Oh, Chook, yeah. Chook yeah. and um, Glenn, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember they've kicked it back to me. And I've got it. It was on the wing then. Got it. And I've got the ball, and I used to just charge back, and I've picked out this halfback. And I was like, "Yeah, easy, like run over this bloke," and he just chopped me straight in the gut. Saying, "I've just gone, boom, like shit myself." <laughs> and it wasn't like, it wasn't like, yeah. oh yeah, I've just like well, pebble you or something. It, your was, pants. it was proper. Like, when I got to the sheds after the game, it was full. But <laughs> did, didn't you cruise off straight after? Like, and they, what are you doing? So I tried, yeah. So yeah. I went to the sideline, and I was like, "I need to come off. I need to come yeah. off." And Limited interchange. Hendo like, was coaching? No, no. Cordy. Cordy was coaching. Oh, yeah. And we come to the sideline and they're like, um, I'm like, I need to go. Like, I need to go to the shed straight away. And they're like, they're like, no, no, you can't. You can't interchange. And I was like, no, I need to. And yeah. and they're like waiting for me to say why I need to. And it's at Reckliffe, like you're facing the crowd. Yeah. The dugouts are on the crowd. And I was just like, I've shit myself. Yeah. And, like, and no I, think, I think we're repping white pants then too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'll lead lead to a funny bit about that um, but I've gone I've shit myself and I heard someone in the crowd go I think he said he shit himself <laughs> and I, so here it goes and then um, they've just said to me no nah, you can't come off like we don't have interchanges I was like fuck so I was goal kicker at the time and we staged a massive comeback this game and I'm sitting there goal kicking and scared that the ref could smell me like because I'd proper shit myself so like yeah. I'm thinking this ref's going to smell like and I missed every single goal until <laughs> We scored under the post after the hooter. Yeah. Under the post. And at the kick the goal, you shit me pants. Yeah. Uh, kicked it. But the funny part about it was, um, so that goal I kicked, they scored. We short kick off, got the ball off the short kick off, spread, yeah. spread, 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 scored. That try, they scored. We're sitting there facing because Cup had the TV game. So um, Cup played first, Fogs, then Colts got the last game. It was late at night. Okay. And it was a rainy afternoon. And yeah. um, um, we're facing, we got our backs to the clubhouse facing the other way. And the Redcliffe Q Cup boys are on the, on the piss up on the deck. Yeah. And one of them's gone, that number two shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've, I've gone, oh, fuck, here we go. And then I've heard one of them go, you idiot, it's fucking raining. And I was just like, yeah. yeah, it's raining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's muddy. It's muddy. It's yeah. And this mud smells like human yeah, feces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something wrong with this field, <laughs> eh? But yeah, no, nah, like. Sounds like the biggest nightmare of all time. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, and then obviously Shy and the Cup Boys all in the shed after the game and 
fuck, just copping it, eh? I yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Well, I, I even wear, so my weird thing is I'll, I wear two pairs of like jocks when I play footy. So I wear, my, I wear like the um, USA ones that we all got made that, uh, what do you call them, budgie smugglers? Yeah. So I've got my budgie smugglers, but because they're white there, I wear I wear dark jocks underneath them because on the field I notice I scratch my ass a fair bit, and then so because you know how you always do you do ten shit. you're doing nothing else with your hands. You no, nah, but you do you do ten shits on sh- yeah because I've got all you cunts on my shoulders carrying you. But um, you not do, when you get to good ball and you throw those worm killers. But yeah, we we, we do um. You know, on, on footy day, I'm just constantly shitting. It must be yeah, a nerve yeah, thing. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, my butt gets real itchy, so I'm scratching and I don't want to stain my thing. So that's why I wear two pairs of undies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and well. also, who the, the fuck bites, buys white undies? I can't believe yeah. they sell them, yeah. eh? Yeah, it's not a th- no yeah. future. Unless you're Mark Wahlberg, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy. He doesn't poo, does he? <laughs> no, he just... <laughs> Calvin Klein, white. Yeah. Um... Right, I can fix that so we can be like there and you don't have to hold it. Too. That's okay. I keep bumping me melon. Okay, sweet. <laughs> what was Winham like? You like Winham? Yeah, loved it. And you got to know Gubby pretty well? Yeah, yeah, Gubby. The world's nicest man, Peter yeah. Gubb. Gubb's unreal, yeah. I still talk to him a bit now, online and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, nah, Gubby's a legend. Like, again, coming from a different club beforehand, you see him and you're like, this guy's a bloody... He's mental. Whoa, blah, whoa, blah, whoa, blah, there, blah. big guy. Whoa. <laughs> this ain't that sort of podcast. I yeah, guess. he went all right. It's, I watched a few games of his last year. He's playing on the wing and he's going good now. He's up at Ipswich and see if he makes something out of it. He's yeah. put together, eh? Yeah. Like, you don't realise how big he is to you. Yeah, he's seeing a fucking it. unit. The well, arms he's like a back roller. So he guy. was living at the Wynnum house, like rent-free, on he, like pretty much. He's the mayor of Wynnum. Yeah. Well, Everyone he, knows. What's he still work at the club? and Yeah, the clubhouse there. But he backed on... His house backed onto the clubhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and he had the gym access key. He was going to the gym every day. Yeah, so you can work, see. Work, work at the club, go home, walk to the gym. And he, that's why he's so big. Like, yeah, no wonder he's a unit. Some of those carries he has. And, um, fucking ridiculous. And the Jets did a coaching seminar about a month ago, and I went, and he's, what he deadlift 185 seven times. When he went there, he said that was his PB. Now he's doing it seven times, eight times. And I was thinking, no surprise when you see he runs like a front rower, bounces bloke. He's a beast. Yeah, no, yeah. It's so funny. Like some people on the field and then off the field, how different they are. Like on the field, tough as it. Off the field, there's the nicest bloke. Mm. You need people out of your club. There's plenty of them there's, around, eh? Yeah, plenty of them. And you had a pretty fair side at Wyndham those years you were there, eh? You was always finals yeah, and stuff. F- the 2014, the first year we. Um, got to the game before the grand final prelim. I've got no idea what they call it, but yeah, um, we lost had, to East at East. Yeah, East at East. We had Ben Cronin. Ben Cronin did his ACL against yeah. Ipswich in the oh, right. game beforehand. Right at the end of the game, he was at five eight. Makes that hard. Really, lose a half eh? Yeah, and so Jordan Carr, who went to five eight, he was playing wing for the season. So yeah, like good player, but it just wasn't. It wasn't him. There's yeah. a lot of blanks think, you know, when you go down level, they always feel that they've developed this new skill. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll be right, yeah. And they can play <laughs> oh, yeah. a new position. 100%. I've seen blokes like, think, oh, this will be right. I'll be able to handle this because I play with blo- good players. Mm. No, nah, no. Nah, you don't have the skill set. You know, like a solid 5A is better than a centre playing 5A. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you can throw that bloke the center, in the centres. You know, it just undoes things. I've seen blokes... All the time. No, no, I'll be right. I'll go to the 5-8, I'll get injured. No one will push in there. No, fuck you. Get out. Yeah. Stay out wide. I always also found it weird. And um, 
Bucks, you might have it kind of happened to you as well. But when I got the um, my debut in Cup, I was playing fullback for Fogs, right? But we also had a good winger. But I got dragged up there to, for wing just because I was playing fullback, and that coach considered probably was considering fullback. that a fullback yeah. is a better quality player but it but a wing is such a specialist position yeah. so yeah. i got out of the wing and i had to fucking put in the work to learn how to defend on the wing you know it's fucking yeah, yeah. Like, like i can center wing is one of the hardest i can set like i've defended center and wing i reckon center's cooked to defend I, yeah like, yes yeah, i'd say center's the worst but then obviously like um if you're winger doesn't know how you defend it becomes just as hard for yeah. him because he has to know what you're doing like yeah. if you to just throw someone if throw a fullback to wing for a debut game not knowing how the center defends yeah that's pretty tough exactly and can you picture defending alongside say a bj Lalua, who you don't know what he's gonna either look to try and jam some bloke or just put a real soft effort in so do you go in with him to help him or stay all little things too that would break the old principles of what how you meant to defend. Yeah. So you come up as the Reggie's fullback. They go right, you're on the wing, and you go, haven't played wing in quite a while. Yeah. All right, now you'll be you'll be right, and you're thinking, well, fuck, we're playing against good players here. Yeah. The only good thing about it was it was Mog that was coaching, so he did he did it was a it was like a crash course in wing, and yeah. it was the good coach to have for that. Talk know? about him and that origin, the famous. Yeah. Yeah. The, everyone will think yeah he was central fullback. Play him on the wing in origin, stars for two games, your career's set. Yeah. You can live off that. Retired. That's it. He did that. He did. It was one of the earlier where your body's kind of out of the, out of oh, the field. Yeah. Back, it was a backhander, wasn't it? Yeah, he scored three try. tries yeah. in two games. Yeah. I think he went to Catalans after that. Yeah. It's like the legend, like, you leave on this. You've just yeah. le- left everyone wanting more and go, nah, I'm going. See yeah, now I'm out of it. Did that. Did the Hornybrook challenge and then yeah. uh, went over to Catalans. Yeah. Won- well, you'd have him on that, motherfucker. Yeah, have you it would tried be it? Any good on the other side, though. Have you tried it? Nah. What did he say he got? Eight. Uh, yeah, I think so. Eight but it, but it's it's cans, isn't it? So yeah. he says eight gold cans yeah. on the Hornybrook. Yeah. Fuck me. It's head a long head. bridge, though. Like- oh, yeah. But like, fuck, yeah, but after you'd, four, you'd, you'd got to like, oh, stop. Oh, man. You'd walk back to your missus when you get off the bus being absolutely mortal. Yeah. You'd feel <laughs> fine on the bridge. And then when you get there, you'd be like, oh, yeah. trouble here. How'd you find him as a bloke? Moggy. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Yeah. He was, he, I thought he was a good coach. He was, um, he was one of those coaches I found um, that, yeah, like kept that distance well as you know he like when we wouldn't it's not like he'd be on out on the piss with us and stuff until like just our last game like we he 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 got it he had a bit of fun but as a coach yeah i thought he, i thought he was really good um uh yeah it was i thought up there we had a, we had a lot of good coaches until um the last one and then a, a lot of us crews so but uh <laughs> Is that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, he's a play, great guy, Cordy. Oh, yeah. Great guy, Cordy. One great of the one bloke. of the nicest guy. Good club bloke. Can't coach for fucking shit. Yeah. And, and it it yeah. And he made a couple of decisions and put maybe his youngest son in a bit too early to cut. But uh. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> like it was it was tough. Like the club had no money. He tried to get a, a coach there. Like obviously Moggy wanted his foot in the door. And, yeah. And it was good for his career, like coaching wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Cordy, he was great bloke, great club yeah. bloke, but yeah, his coaching was a bit 
How you going? I always remember one time Courtney was pissing down rain. We we all got up there and half of us were traveling to get up there. Like you would come from Cabo then. Bribey, yeah. Bribey, yeah. And I was picking boys up like Critter and that, take them up earlier. Um, and uh, we get up there and training's cancelled. And we started the year like four losses and Cordy's got put a rain jacket on and he's out there just cutting laps of the oval in front of us. So like, so he's like, I'm putting the work in for you boys. And he's, and he's running around the oval and every time he got down to the far end, he kept looking over to make sure we're looking at him as he, as he ran around. And it's torrential rain. And I don't think he has, a, he would have never run that whole year. It was just like, he's like, fuck it, I'm doing it tonight. Sleep. Yeah. Oh man. Didn't have a... Good effect on you and inspire you to train, or <laughs> no. yeah, Freddie, Freddie joined him, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I was about to get the cut anyway, so I just ran in front of him. And just, yeah. <laughs> Dana, you got some stats from the weekend, the, oh, the last round of the NRL for a while. That's so funny because we we're just saying that we were so pumped that footy has come back. Because I don't know if you listen to this every week, Bucks, but. We were, we were like, thank God, footy, because we don't have to just, oh, just try yeah, to drag yeah. on shit the whole time, and now we're fucking totally fucked again. So yeah, like, thank fuck, footy's back, and then you get two, two yeah, a couple was, of weeks of trials, and then two weeks of NRL, and everything's all good, and they're on the up and up, and then fucking everyone's... The NBA the was meant to come back one, next yeah. weekend. Yeah. So there's no chance that, well, people can't walk the streets of LA, no. so there's no chance so, yeah. so what did it start with on the weekend? We started with the Cowboys beating an under-18 side? or yeah. beating the Bulldogs. The dog. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, there's been talk about the Cowboys this year, but... Nah. They're nah. leading a lot nah. of soft, soft tries. Like, Drinkwater defending in the line, he doesn't sort of get it. He's brilliant on his feet. Yeah. He can create things. Like that try from a scrum when they had Stimson defending out of the scrum and he just went round the outside, burnt him for pace. His best position would be fullback, but you don't pay Val that money... Val, Val's a good fullback, and putting him on the wing would be a waste of time. Again on Friday night, Val did some fullbackish things. You yeah, know? yeah, he really did. Yeah, he was much better again on Friday night. And then I'm assuming we don't know when his next game is going to be, but next game just get better again and better again and better again. As you said last time on the podcast, um, he does a lot of lot of things that are, and a lot of the skills he's got is compatible to fullback. And I think he's just sort of a set and forget, leave him there and let him grow into the spot because. You're not going to pay him a million bucks to sit him on the wing and do what he was doing before at Cronulla the for 600. He, the so. way he brings the ball back, it's a bit like Carmichael Hunt. Yeah. That yeah. all or nothing on those uh, kick returns. Psychopath. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was he was the best player in the game when he was fullback at the Sharks after yeah. Origin. Yeah. And that yeah. was unreal. And yeah. That, yeah, that last purple patch. And they went yeah. to like yeah. game before the GF. Yeah, that's so saying. He's not a fullback. Yeah, not a fullback. Do you just forget what he what he yeah. was playing yeah. just before? Like, he was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't saying he's not a goalkeeper. We were saying this. Yeah. Like, well, you guys forget. It's yeah. been 12 months. Fucking I remember man. on Wide World of Sports, Alana Ferguson, who used to play 5-8 for the New South Wales women, said, I don't know if he's got the smarts or the skills. I'm going, all right, put Val Holmes in a skill comp with said? her. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Put her in a skill comp. She knows rugby league. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this would give you ammunition against your anti-women. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I, I, coach, I coach women's rugby league. I love it. How? How do you? You are the biggest anti- What's that, mate? Yeah, uh, yeah. He bags them out regularly on the show. No, I, I'm no, surprised I, there's not a bunch of feminists waiting out there pissing on our cars and shit. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that women play rugby league. Seriously, am because I've got a daughter and I don't think my sperm's going to create a son so i need to uh, i don't need bag yourself son uh, you still got away yeah. athletes have girls i heard anyway that's yeah just, oh, that is high t- like they reckon high testosterone like and you know i'm fucking 
high on testosterone, but uh, it's uh, the uh, yeah, so you need, you, and they reckon shoving in your ass. They reckon <laughs> that that's what the joke was. But even um, the uh, it, stop working out and stuff. They say like don't work out or anything when you're trying to create a go- uh, a boy. So you'd have to trim it daily, train it twice a day, then then the other five <laughs> yeah. you normally would do. But um, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, no, nah, girls rugby league. Yeah, so I, I coached the under eighteen men also, and I fucking loved it. And I I didn't know when I took them to the comp, and then I was watching them play, and I'm like, these these girls are ruthless, man. It's, oh. it's like watching the footy in the eighties. Like they're just running exactly hard, right. yeah. whacking each like the the skill isn't there yeah. yet. It's just like going back in time, exactly how yeah. they used to play when it was just tough. That's what I, I think my mum was asking me about, and I said, it's like, think about what, yeah, watching um, 80s football, that's what the girls' style of footy is. They they kind of set up, they have a big winding um, back line, and then they go, there's a bit of, there's a bit too much, like, ball handover, you know, yeah. but it's entertaining, there's big shots, there's individual shots, and yeah. There's this girl at Caboolture, and she was the captain, captain... Not last season, season before, Dana was her name. And like, there were stories of her at school bashing boys that playing in our grade. Like, yeah. and she was out there and it was just unfair. Like, she was absolutely killing girls out there. But Jeez. yeah, it's, it's definitely like, it's, it's more, it's more physical for longer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there might be bigger impacts in the men's game yeah but theirs is all just i'm running straight at you you're running straight at me like, that's, that's it. pretty and, much it and because the the um the play the ball speed slower the line speed slower. you add one person who's running up and and like connecting hard it's like they don't it's not so quick so they can line up these bigger shots and and get totally zoned zoned in on yeah i watched western burley and they had yeah. the two top sides in that. Yeah. And that was pretty rip and tear. Burley got some chicks who can play like with the skills and that. But there was a lot of, well, a lot of the middles were tearing into each other, just trying to whack. Mm. Yeah, they love it, the girls. Hey, the skills are getting much better, but the forwards still straight up and down, not going to not going to take a step backwards. They get stuck into each other. It's good yeah. to watch. Mm. How about um, on the weekend? <laughs> I, I just saw, um, I was watching the, a few games on the weekend. Oh, all the games, but... Um, <laughs> I noticed, I saw Nick Kotrick for the Raiders against the Warriors on um, Sadiavo had 17 tackle breaks, which made me think um, tackle breaking has become more and more important in the game. Blokes being able to just break the first tackle even and get an arm free or blokes like Kotrick who can break 17 tackles as a winger, bringing the ball back for his side is pretty important. So I went quickly skimmed through and I found a list of 10 blokes just this weekend gone who had seven or more tackle breaks. And I thought, fuck, how was that they ever... They didn't even make team of the week, man. How has that ever happened before? If Has it ever happened before? Like, this amount of tackle breaks. There was three blokes who had 10 or more. If you'll this, market someone like that, you're getting in shit. Someone makes 17 tackle yeah. breaks and you're yeah. his opposition. You're exactly. Getting you're getting that. throttled. How, how does a winger make 17 tackle breaks? Ridiculous. Blokes like Jason Tamalolo had eight tackle breaks, had 345 meters and 114 post contacts. What's one thing about wow. this season being pinned? The Warriors blokes did not want to be there, the poor bastards. Mm. And you could just see, like, it was like flogging a dead horse. On the other hand, who's your second most tackle breaks is Dylan Brown against the Titans. Mm. They had no excuse in the fucking world. Yeah. They were playing. At their home ground. Well, Tom Flegler had ten against the Bunnies, who have a, a good Some, pack. By all it would have been interesting if that if the season did keep going, like without a break, because 
Some blokes just weren't getting their head around it, you could see. Yeah. Some blokes just, we're here to play football. Let's mm. play footy. Yeah. Other blokes, like, there was, South looked so pedestrian at times. Yeah. And you miss Burgess just because he's a spiritual leader. He's the bloke to whack someone. When everyone's down. Or if he, he gives away a penalty, you want to jam the next bloke who runs it. Things like that. And he'd be India with the old Jewsbury accent telling you to kill some fucker and then you'd, be, you'd have to get off the line. The other one, they haven't got anyone. Like, Knight's tough. Liam Knight's real he, tough. He's, he's putting his best foot forward to be that man and you've seen him both weeks. Like, the round one, he came out, I can't remember we put a giant shot on. I think it was Wade Graham and dislodged the ball towards the end of the game and sort of fucking pulled his team up. And um, again, on Friday night, he put a few giant hits on and a few big runs. He's like, he's definitely stepping up trying to be the leader of the pack, but it just seemed that South were letting him down. Their back, star started back line. Surely they'll click eventually, but there's just not much, um, not much else coming from the, from the bunnies. I don't think. It's funny too, like, you, can, like young Flanagan, mm. talented player, but he's only probably played close to ten first grade games, and they and Manly they brought a lot of inside pressure on him, whacked him, like he fucking. He struggled. Then this bloke. Then you see him getting bagged in some of these memes. He's a kid. Yeah. You're feeling. You're taking Cronk spot. You know what I mean? Like it's massive boots to fill, and you just start to wonder. Like fans are unforgiving fuckers. You know yeah, what I mean? Like definitely. especially to you have one bad game, everyone's writing you. That's why. Like, I don't know why anybody'd want to. You support a team getting some of them group chat. Because some of these simpletons have no idea about the game, offering real shit opinion, bagging blokes out. Mm. Like, yeah, just couch quarterbacking. And it's like, gonna, get out there and do what oh, they do. You've only got to go to the footy and listen to blokes yelling stuff out and be yeah. like, what are you, yeah, like, yeah. What are what you, are you watching? Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's hard to, for blokes like Flanagan being a young half, he's come out, he's put up against the best, and he's in a round where blokes like Moses, Cherry Evans, Cleary, three great halves, all had great games. And then you look at, you, you, you're a rooster support. You look at the chooks and you think, why the fuck is my team not performing like that? And you pinpoint it. Obviously, the halves are going to wear like a, a good handful of the grunt. Look and at say, well, fuck, Cherry Evans wins the game from not just on that field goal, but some of his plays were outstanding. He set up that try for Travoyevic, and that some bloke commented afterwards, he needs to lift his game. He's being carried. Yeah, and go, oh. they win nine eight. He set up the fun, <laughs> and they've he kicked that. His kicking game had him coming off their end a lot. They've just come from a close slogger with Melbourne, the minor premiers from last year. They've just put a field goal over to beat the the reigning premiers. Yeah, and it's all on the on the back of Cherry Evans' boot and his um his organisation skills. And the bloke's still fucking still ragging him. It just baffles me. Well, it really does. What what are they just? I was thinking with Cherry Evans, but what do they talk the talk about origin? To do do that, I read they are doing it at the end of the year, definitely, yeah. if um, they can. Well, it all depends. That was the thing, they were going to go three in a row, which I reckon would be great afterwards. Just get everyone in the squad who you may need. Everyone's training together. Boom, boom, boom. It's done. If that's that, We'd have to get back sooner than they planned of that mm. September 1st. But then just do that and unfortunately brush the international stuff at the end of the year. All the minor international stuff can be played. International, like... Honestly, like obviously it's good for the players, but yeah, we couldn't give too far. Yeah, so. like if I'm if I've got plans on the weekend, I'm I'll be like, yeah, sweet. Like I'll just catch a replay or highlights. But yeah. Origin, you're like, I'm <laughs> staying home. Oh, like, exactly. Off, like, yeah, well, yeah. that is that is and, your that is your plan. Would, you know? Origin good is would, the plan. How good well. would that be? They could have one of these like someone like 
England v Samoa or someone yeah. playing in the Arvo, and then have and then the main game because you're, you're not going to have you're not going to have a twenties or an eighteens origin. If, but if it lasts that long and you're trying to play these games at the end of November or even the end of October, you're looking at trying to have games in lead up to Origin, even if Origin's eight o'clock at night. You got a lead up game in the Arvo. It's going to be fucking thirty six, thirty seven degrees, and just got to think about yeah. player safety again. Imagine having all them big Tongan boys running around in fucking thirty seven degrees. But do, yeah, what's what you do? You yeah, ever heard? You ever heard LeBron talk about why he plays every time he can? Yeah. Because people pay money to see me play. That's I don't mm. want to disappoint them. And yeah, you think, how can you play that many games? But that's the thing. If you get the opportunity to play for your country, because they played, they were playing games in October over there in Auckland. Mm. And they were shit out. You'd, even if they didn't play there, you could play that on a Friday night. Play that the night before. Mm. Uh, play if you're playing Saturday, Friday, Saturday night. Have footy back. Fuck There's your knows. viewers. Yeah. Money's getting pumped in. Everyone's interested. And Everyone's thing keeps yeah, going. Yeah, then you could play like a a five thirty and a fucking seven o'clock or a six and a six and an eight o'clock game the Friday yeah. night. Origins the main deal on Saturday night. Everyone's you're looking after everybody then and these. Emerging nations are getting, and then everyone some gets exposure. an opportunity to play pretty much as well. Like mm. through those um, internationals, you'd, you'd cover a whole heap of NRL players, Super League players, and stuff like that. Would get the opportunity to play footy. Plus, um, with Origin, obviously, our um, a lot of NRL players, a lot of top of the line NRL players, get a chance in that as well. So, um, and it wouldn't be a bad idea to. How good would it be just being in the squad? So they pick twenty five blows, yeah, and they go come with us. We want mm. you to know what it's about. So for three weeks, you're spending yeah. time in camp. Yeah, they'd, they'd just hope, hopefully, if they did do it, they'd just pick an extended squad, even pick a 30 After, man. Yeah, because you so need someone to do all the 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you had a 30 man, at least then, you know, you've got your core. Like New South Wales brought out the starting year, they've got a sort of a 30 man core anyway that they look at. So I don't see why you couldn't just bring 30 blokes in, even if you just. Had them, had them out for three weeks and just look after the young fellas, show them the ropes. And there's so many good players out there. Like, there's blokes that miss out on origin selection just by the skin of their teeth that don't get the chance to go and do that sort of stuff. When you got blokes like Ryan Madison last year who could, damn, could damn well have been playing Gutho. The Gutherino. Even Mitch Moses has been fucking exceptional. I think he, he'll miss out on selection. If he can be around an origin well, camp. Well, Kiri might not make it. Exactly. And Kiri's like good that. enough to yeah. play for Australia. I've got a funny, like, so when I was at South, Kiri was there. And we were we were pretty good mates. Yeah. And he was as Queenslander as any Queenslander you've ever yeah. met. Isn't he from Oh, really? Yeah. He's yeah. from the like, Switch. He is, like, I've got a photo on my Instagram. You go back. There's a photo yeah. of us all holding Forex gold towels that Ben Teo bought back from Origin for us. Oh, yeah. And we're giving it to the boys that went for New South Wales. Yeah. And he was in an emerging Origin camp. For yeah. yeah. But so, and what he just, he... Eligibility, no good. Like, has he moved down and uh, went, played for Wentworthville after, yeah. after yeah. he was about 10 or something. Yeah. And then moved back to the Goldie and they said, nah, yeah. makes you blue. That's yeah. Were, were you living in like a shared house when you went down there? Nah, I, I wish. I went down there with a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. mistake where we, where'd you where'd you frequent for a sip down there? Um, so I lived in Mascot. Oh yeah. Uh, so it was, oh, no, I can't remember what it was. Not a called. bad spot. Like, yeah. No. Close to everything. I had a little place just down the corner. So there was a mad. Um, I lived in like a set of units, a building three stories high, and then there was a building next to us three stories high with a car park, like a driveway in the middle, and you park in your garage kind of thing. And then there was a bloke, mad Brewster's supporter, and he lived on the other side. And he um, cooks up barbecues and all that, like does a lot of charity work and that. So I've seen him a fair bit, and 
and we become like real good mates. He's like 50, 60 mm. kind of thing. He wasn't 60 then, but he'd be filthy if you heard that. But um, <laughs> but he was like, like he sort of just took me in. It was unreal. Like I'd go over his house, like you wouldn't train some days. So I'd go over his house. We'd spend all day together, head down the pub, have a couple of beers, put on like two hours worth of $2 bets on the dogs and come back home and watch them. And that, like it was, yeah, that no, was unreal. Like I, I liked a lot of things about it, but yeah, no, there was some good spots around that um, mascot botany area yeah good pubs down there a little bit quieter down there too like i don't, I don't like the i don't like cities like sydney's just yeah hectic yeah it's not for everyone no. you gotta when i go down grand final <laughs> weekends i never get out of it no like i stayed at the Coogee Bay hotel yeah i never leave Coogee. people go where'd you go i go i've got the piece of Coogee. then i stayed at Coogee, mm. and then Ooh. i woke up and went to the game do you ever see a guy that cooks barbecues yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. That's the bloke. Oh, that dude. Yeah, that that's dude's him. there all the time. Yeah, he's there every he's, every Saturday, Friday night. They've always, and they flog off burgers out in the beer garden. Bit. Yeah. That's been their big thing. Because I remember years ago, it used to be so pumping and that sort of a joint. Like, with the with the virus and that now, even when you were allowed to go to pubs, I went to the EH for a couple on Saturday Arvo, and you could just see then there was fuck all people in there. Five dudes came in, had like one just to have a look, basically. And I went there, we were, I was going for a drive with the miss. So I said, you want to stop in, watch a bit of the footy and have a beer? She goes, okay. And then there was fuck all people there. I was going, Jesus. And then all of a sudden the boom is lowered. Yeah. And even then people were staying away from each other, but you can't be four metres away from each other. The only way is to stop people going in. That's it. I'm just surprised there's nobody coming up with any rebel like... um personal training businesses or anything like that there's, um, there's a f- like a lot of a lot of personal a fair bit more equipment out there now <laughs> yeah. a lot of personal <laughs> trainers are doing um like park work and stuff with you can have up groups of up to four but they're have you seen pretty limited. robbie o davis on on um facebook he's teed up this thing he just stands out the front like an 80s aerobics old style instructor everyone's in a spot on this thing it's like oh yeah and He's telling them what to do like with demo on it. Man, yeah, as, yeah. as soon as it came out, every motherfucker and their dog had this online tra- tra- training programs yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, there's heaps. Too. If, you want, if you really want to, technically you think, well, I don't want to sign up. You just give me nearly everything you do here. This is meant to get me ripped and strong and put on weight. And I'm sure there's a thousand videos on YouTube that'll help them. Oh, mm. Apparently Mark Carroll tried to... He got wind that they were shutting it down a few days before, so he changed it from Spud's gym to Spud's studio. Uh, but yeah. then they trying to get on the play on words, but no, didn't work. <laughs> I do that F45, so like... Um, yeah, right, he's a... I used to love F- it. Eight, yeah. eight weeks ago, I was 109 and a half kilos. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'm down to 101 now. Like, I lost it Yeah, pretty quick. Like, I'm real bad. Like, I can't motivate myself. <laughs> I'm worried about that now. Like, you just want to sit around and eat. If you're not at work, oh. you come home and start watching. Like, I'll just put something on, on KO or something to watch some ESPN for three hours. The other day, I watched a whole series of Smallville because I was looking for something to watch. Yeah. And um, there's nowhere I can go. Like... With that, we were talking about the gym, the online stuff. Yeah. So, like, I've messaged them, and I was like, "Do me miss?" Because it's fifty-five bucks a week, and so that's one hundred and ten bucks for me miss. And if they pause you, can't. This... Nah. So, they wrote this big like spiel, like, "Oh, we're one big team." Blah blah blah. Like, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, like, yeah we are. Whatever. Um, now, nah, so I go down to Nunda. Oh, do you? Yeah. So, and they wrote this big spiel. We're all a team. Love, blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, sweet. So I've messaged them. I'm like, look, like, financial hardship. 
I want to cancel. Can't be charged. I want to cancel my membership. Gym's blah, blah, blah. They said, "Oh, yep, this is the you need to come into the gym to um, cancel it. Gym's not open." Yeah. And then uh, Monday afternoon, I checked my bank account, and they'd taken the the hundred and ten bucks out, and then they put a message up that night saying, "Everyone, it's twenty dollars a week now. It's all online." I was just like. You've waited because Monday's oh, exactly. the, obviously the transaction day. Yeah. yeah, waited for it all, and then I was just like, yeah. I drove past two gyms today, like Pickering Street and the one behind Pickering Street, and they're both yeah. closing down, selling all our equipment. Yeah, just like someone that, put. Hey. I saw something on Facebook. Someone was a uh, snap up at um, where was it North Lakes? He just saw the dude decided to close down, selling all the equipment. Yeah, I wonder how that franchise shit works. Because you say you yeah, got a Snap of, or a Forty Five franchise, you got to keep paying that. It that's the thing. It's, they can asshole you if you're bringing it down, but yeah. you can't bail. I wouldn't yeah. think like. Yeah, well, you'd have to have some sort of contract within a franchisee, and you'd have to meet certain standards. There'd be certain things you got to do, and at this time, it's just going to be hard to do any of it for anyone. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, because I go to Body going. Fit now. Some dudes I know used to own one, and then I. I moved to Albion and then I ran into these like I said, come down, you like it, we've changed it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And it's good. I like it because it was a bit bigger. The one the one I was going to at Nogra, it was tiny. So if you went on a Saturday morning, they'd have like five exercises in a tiny corner because they didn't want to turn anyone away. You're yeah. getting everyone's money. Yeah. And it was fucking insane. Are you still, are you, what, it, what happened with your gigs about going to parties um, as a Joe Scully lookalike? Is oh, that well, I thought you? that. Yeah. Do you still want me to... Offer cheap peptides to people I meet out in the, in the way. Well, if you start slinging, bro, then I don't have to as much. <laughs> um, Are you going to like wear like um, like a balaclava, like you're doing an arm rob when you're conducting these classes down at West Mitchie Field? No, well, I'm not. We can't do it. We can't do shit. Like he asked me about, like today I was down there helping Phil take down the. So we got this huge rig out at CrossFit Mitchie. And it's right on our fields at West Mitchie. Yeah. And we had to take down that. We t- took the chin-up bars down in between each one because so people big. already started coming down, Did just they? like randoms coming down to get an outdoor workout. And that's the thing. It, it's it's not so much even the outdoor gyms. It's not the closeness. It's the touching of everything. Yeah, so yeah. we went down and ripped down all the, the chin-up bars. I put a post up on Facey the other night that you were doing that to help people in society, people with problems. Feel free to go down, use the equipment, just ask for Chris. Christian, <laughs> if you've got any dramas, talk to Christian. Yeah, but like Offerdale's fucked, man. He would be, yeah. yeah Gundy. So, yeah, Gundy. Yeah. He reckons so. Uh, we went out and played Gundy. My mate Offerdale, oh, he's a USA captain. He's a big redhead cunt. Gunner Windy. Yeah. Did you get a bloke to message me about that? Because I had the guy from Gunner Windy message me for like two years. No. A couple of seasons, though. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Um, what was his name? Oh, like, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've had... To try to get you out there. Captain coach for, I think, 18 seasons. Abby Lewis, and then we should sit further apart. The 19 as well. Yeah. Yeah. And how much were they offering? I didn't I didn't ask. Yeah, like yeah. I it, it probably was before, yeah, because it, it offered out my mate. He's done it. He's from out there, but he's done it this year and last year. Yeah. So it was probably that timeline before, yeah? Yeah. I think last year they... Re-asked, oh, I can't remember. It was yeah. two years. Like, my memory's cooked. I've got no idea. Yeah. It was two seasons. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. But Gundy, like... My, well, they, it's they an interesting the... place. Yeah. Getting people out there, like... Uh, our mate hit up Kimmy, said, you got any halves to come out? And Kim said, mate, Mark, no one's moving to Gundawindi. I can't get you no one. 
Yeah. Ty Ingebrigtsen lived there for six months and he considered it the worst six months of his life, Did as he? I was told. Yeah. It'd be hard for offers too, like being right on the border too, there'd be certain things that couldn't, couldn't happen and being a gym. Being oh, can you imagine that income, now? Yeah. Fuck. And then his brother owned a bar. Yeah. Sort of. So Mark owns a gym and his brother Michael owns a bar. So they're fucking... But the thing, uh, Michael's got a actual like a little grocery shop in his bar. Yeah. So he can still keep it open because of that. Oh, and, and he can kind still of get sell, around it a bit. He'd be doing still, your laws to get yeah. takeaways as, as quick as you could, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, no. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hey, that. Yeah. You'd just be buying a shitload of styro boxes and saying, here, fuck is. Yeah. 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 All your meals, normal. Everyone keep coming, get your meals and we'll just put them in a box for you. Going to Windy Eats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not like... It's not like too many people are going to get infected out there. That's a fucking long hike. Yeah, mm. no one's getting off a cruise ship going out there, are they? Nah. Yeah. yeah. So. Where's the courtesy <laughs> shuttle, the Gundy? <laughs> yeah. No, not many people are. We've got two courtesy shuttles, one to Byron, one to Gundy. Which one do you want? <laughs> See, Kimmy, there goes. Can we get some footage to that charity field trial? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I've got the link, Kim. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I'll get up some of these. We should start hearing some of these questions, eh? All right, on yours, righty, we got... Three more comments. Oh, There's what? Three more comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How long can we watch State of Origin reruns before we need to watch them? Before we need fresh footy? Uh, Mark Lewis, my mate, he's disappointed. The Warriors didn't give Luke Page a call when they were struggling for blokes. Would have been good. Mm. Page can rip in. Oh. He would have added some enthusiasm off the bench. Yeah. More than definitely. But also, like, between State of Origin reruns and Pornhub, I think we're all going to be sweet. Well, I just, that was the question I actually wrote in here. It said, how red war will my cock get without the NRL? <laughs> this is pretty much... Same question, I? Your I don't know, mate. I'm your hobbies are limited. That's why you got to eat yeah. lube, bro. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to go fucking buy a 44-gallon drum of KY or some shit sitting next to your bed. You want silicon-based. You, you don't want that fucking, yeah, silicon-based shit, not water-based. need something. Fuck, uh, Shane Johnson, your man you know well, Freddie. Yep. Big um, Shane. Uh, will coronavirus, pandemic, forced closures, ruin clubs? I hope not, but it will be depend on a lot of things when we get back on the field and they're going to have to start cutting some costs next year, I think, and start keeping money for rainy days or else they're going to be clubs on the arse because a 12-team comp would be fucked, but you do yeah. need 16 viable clubs. Most rely on revenue from leaguesies, like Penrith and Para, like Penrith having that mansion out there yeah. they call Leagues Hub, that'd be pumping heaps of cash. Fucking well, that'd be... Power's a giant pokey den, so that also cash coming in galore. I think I think all clubs will survive, but uh, some barely. And clubs are in a in a financial like struggle already. Like clubs like the Titans aren't overly financially stable. Manly isn't crazy stable. The Dogs, these sort of clubs. What about Cronulla? Yeah, Cronulla, Cronulla, Cronulla had another to one. redo a stadium for two years, exactly. so they're not dead in a few years. So there's, it's just a lot of clubs that'll struggle, but the NRL have come out and said they'll do everything they can to get them through. And if they got to cut shitloads of people and people take pay cuts and whatever it is, I just hope that at the end of the day we get a 16-team comp back and we can start not from scratch, but start from sort of a, a, a 
a level platform from maybe just a few years ago. They do definitely need to learn learn from this. Yeah, we've got to start planning. Curve. This might be a rare thing, but the game survived world wars and things like that. Mm. The only trouble is when you're paying blokes too much money, and I don't begrudge it. As I've said a thousand times, if they want to give you that money, we we follow the NFL and they're massively overpaid blokes in the league, but they get rid of you after a year. You know, like, but you've got to think of the future. And the thing is, when you're winning games, all right, I'll put this to you. you you're a supporter of a team. Would you prefer to watch your team win one premiership or make the finals reg and then miss the fi- and then miss the finals for a season and then make the finals or say over five years watch them regularly make the finals? You know, every year you're going to be in the top eight somewhere. I'd prefer to win the grand final. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer the premiership. Like, you look at Burley. Burley used to always have a good side and they'd be up and down. But but then in that time, they've won the comp a couple of times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no one's worried about when you should have won the comp. They're thinking about the premiership you won. Yeah. Or, when you mi- or they're not worried about when you mi- the season Miss you the missed finals, out. Because you won the grand final the next year. You know? Yeah, and then three years later or two years later, you, j- you added another title. Jodes goes, will somebody think of children? How do you guys propose we keep kids occupied when there's no footy training, no season oh, starting, no footy on best TV? Of luck. Or, best yeah. of luck. Zara yeah, doesn't. You, you just give him an early pull hub, um, pull hub uh, <laughs> profile, down. yeah? It's time to sit down. Just, uh, <laughs> I'll teach you a couple of things. <laughs> yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. I'll, fuck. Nate's uh, second part of the question. Does it finally give the league a chance to move to Sydney teams to Perth or Adelaide? I'd say no. Yeah, no. Because after not. what's happening, expansion is the last thing because we're talking about reducing reducing teams. Reducing I don't know about costs. like Tate forcing the Sharks to go to Perth or first. I wouldn't force anybody to go to Adelaide in my life. <laughs> Fucking That's going to get stoned. Uh, yeah. Be the place to go. Oh, well, yeah. We should all chip in Freddy's. Uh, next Christmas present <laughs> when we've all got regular jobs again. Get the man a return weekend in Adelaide, and you'll love that. Oh uh, yeah, I just don't see. Uh, there's no way I could see expansion or anything like that. Being or, relocation. or relocation? Could you see relocation? Nah, definitely not. Because uh, by the time we come back, you look at fans right now. Say you even look at moving any club. Let's just say the Panthers, for example. By the time the NRL comes back, all those Panthers fans for that long and they come back and their side's been moved, there's just going to be a... I don't see how it'll work. It'll be an uproar. Um, And I'd love to see the NRL come back with the 16 teams that we left with. Yeah, and I think we go smaller, I don't think it's helping. And as Shane Richardson was saying, there's another 60 blokes out of work. Yeah, exactly. And just not just that, like, there's coaching staff. A lot of blokes, like, when you've got a giant staff, when you've almost got an NFL coaching staff, people are... You can't keep everyone's job, like... Gallons uh, was ambassador for the Sharks and I had to cut him. And fair enough, of course you would because it's not a central gig. When you were at um, when you were at North Sydney, the old South Feeder, did you notice, was, what was that like playing at oh, Bear Park? Like, unreal. Like, pretty parochial, sort yeah. of passionate. That, I'd love to see. The Warriors were meant to take a game there this year and yeah. unfortunately we probably won't see it, but that would have been great, going to the old suburban grounds. But the comments aren't working. Yeah, it's right there. What? That's it. That is. Oh, that starts there. Yeah. yeah. Dane Adams, why is your rig so bad? <laughs> I, I don't know, Dominic. I don't know. Who is no, this, Dominic? Yeah. Um, Dom. 
Thanks, I guess. Because all gyms uh, are shut. Jake, yeah. Jake Morris, what happened to Dane on Saturday night? Rumour has he shit himself. Oh, I wouldn't go as far as shit myself. I'll leave Good that to bucket to over here. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely was in a bit of a state. I'm yeah. It wasn't raining, man, so you couldn't have blamed it. I fell <laughs> yeah. over in the mud outside, yeah. okay? And he's still seeing that slut. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, see, it's all up and down there. I'm sort of a bit quarantined, you know, sort of stay away from it. <laughs> I don't want the exchange of bodily fluids or anything like that, you know. I don't know. We might see how it goes in a couple of oh, weeks. Yeah. But Got another question. Brushed. You were keen to escape that anyway. Good on you, lad. <laughs> Just brushed it. I see you two weeks Read ago. Read Paulson's question for me at the bottom. Is that Insta? Uh, no, he put it on Facey. Probably too late now, but um, what about junior clubs? So many um, seasonal clubs survive by the skin of their teeth. Will they survive? Well, I'm hoping so. But the thing is, too, with a place like, I don't know, Mitchie or like Caboolture, you'll have sponsors that will want to punch money in when they get all, when they get back on their feet. And the bottom line is most of the people who play, pay to play. Yeah, I'm looking at more, I'm thinking about clubs like Penrith have 4,000 juniors or something they fund every year. What about when the NRL comes back and Penrith don't have the money they had and Penrith are trying to cut costs? How do they work in with trying to develop all these juniors and trying to look after all these kids whilst putting their NRL side in the park each week and paying staff? And well, they're the big thing, Penrith. Mm. When their league club opens back up, People will go there, people will spend money, yeah. and they'll have squazillions to pump in. They're not going to worry. The one question that was mentioned a bit today is when they give them those uh, the grants from the NRL, some clubs are going to say that certain teams don't need it as much as others because of their position. I like the Broncos with so many third-party opportunities and shit like that. But And that's what the disagreement is on. The NRL's come up with a plan, they said today, to bail them out. But it's about, it's an eight and eight split at the moment. Sides, not everyone's bought into it. So they have to try and convince the sides that don't want to do it to get on. Because this, at the moment, clubs fighting against each other. The last thing we need is a, you know, Super League style feud. Everyone's got to... Unite together and get each other through this. I don't think I don't think they got a chance really. Like some, they might be stubborn, but I don't. I think at the end of the day that they don't have a choice. What do you think, Bucks? How we like with your club as well? Like Caboolture. Yeah. Like I heard that local clubs will be sweet. Like that's, um, supposedly a big difference between QRL and NRL kind of situation money wise. I was reading something about it that junior footy should be sweet. Like you said, most people have already paid. For the season to play, like yeah, it might yeah. be hard, but yeah, my club is going to have to say, "Look, like it's either you invest in the club and we give back to you, or yeah." But my, the biggest thing I I have thought about it, <clears throat> sorry, junior wise, I can I can remember myself like one year in juniors where I went, that's sort of where it turned for me, yeah. And I think there'll be that many kids that'll miss that season of footy, like they'll miss that chance, like. That's probably the biggest thing for me, and it might, it might be a kid that was like, "Yep, I'm gonna try rugby league this year." Doesn't happen, goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Don't play kind of thing. Like, the kids are missing a whole year in development, kind of thing. Where, which yeah, it does put it put a especially big with that into, now into with the that process. new tackling, no tackling, we don't keep score type talk. 
Like, fuck me, does this mean Everyone that... gets a trophy. Oh, does this mean no. that you have to develop the kid another year because yeah. you started this one, but then we didn't finish the season? Do you have to go again? He's going... Oh, he's been but going. I thought we could tackle only, people. Are any of you guys South Park fans? Yes, a little bit. Yeah, there's this one episode of South Park where they, because they can't tackle each other anymore, and then they run around and uh, and they tickle each other out on the <laughs> football field like the kids. So, but so I think, you want to implement you getting no, to tickle other No, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying with the girls with, now. With, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. But the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the they were saying like that's the way with the no tackling and stuff. It was like taking the piss out of that because of CTE and stuff like that. We in the and NFL, that's what it's gonna so get, it's like see? it's going to get to that where you're just running around tickling each other out on the field. Gone are the days when the great Nelson Muntz played football <laughs> and just pushed all them people out <laughs> yeah. of the way and yeah. crashed over, yeah. Yeah. and then grabbed other people and used them as a human shield as he scored touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. You need. You yeah, home is like Millhouse. Yeah, I yeah. like your hustle. That's why it's so yeah. hard to cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your cut, your cut, your cut. Yeah. You, nice hustle, your cut too. And that's the thing though too. Like, I just hope that they are actually teaching these kids if you're going to waste time. The school thing's ridiculous. No. You want to teach people how to tackle. No. All right, you can ease into things like that and sort of, you know, like with the rugby, Blake, they have some sort of scrum sort of lessons and shit like that. But scrum's a proper thing with them. Just... It's like when they deem you competent on something at work. Just they watch you drive a machine or something and go, Yep, you're sweet. Yeah, you can drive this. Tackling the same. Wait till you know the lad can actually tackle. All right, mate, you not, might not play these first one or two. I want you to work on your tackling for me at training and show me you can do that. Yeah. And then put the kid in the game situation. Because if you're not tackling on a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Monday or a Wednesday, you're not going to be tackling Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. We've. We've got to be smarter with a lot of things. I, I don't think. mind the I don't mind the score being taken out. When I was a junior, we you got like, flogged a lot. No, my team had no worries. We were flogging. We used to win games. Of like a lot of my games from the first five years or four or five years I played, we were winning sixty nil, sort of thing. We had a great side, but like, and then you see other kids who get flogged <laughs> every week just come like at the end of every game they did. They just lose interest for it. They don't want to play. Like, yeah. Even though you, even though you obviously know you're getting flogged when you're out there and you you got a hundred tries scored against you, but it doesn't have that bloke on the PA saying, "Oh, we're Smitchy a thousand fucking these kind of zeros." But like, normally it's, it's reverse. And never, never, never happened yeah. again. But it's like team getting flogged. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh. it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you know you're losing. But it doesn't give you that fucking, that, oh, fuck, look at the score, the 100 to 104 yeah. or whatever. And you shouldn't be playing for trophies exactly. when you're 10. Oh, remember yeah. when we won the under 10 premiership? How good, let's have a reunion in yeah. 10 years, yeah. If, if I won it, I'd be, I'd be claiming it. Yeah. Did, you get, did you get a tat for the Snakes one? No, he just made a grand final. They lost, man, he's oh, telling you. I'm saying I'd claim, yeah. I'd claim it under 10s. He's just saying that. I'd claim it under Freddie Brush won. He won one at Connecticut, and he said the comp was that terrible he couldn't yeah, claim it. Yeah, I can't claim I, I, I claim it because it was the, the boys that I played with, they were, they were legends, and it was, it was fun. Who to was win, in your squad then? With them. There was Offered Al. Just Offered Al, and then we had a couple. Luke, big Lukey Barron? Luke Barron. We are uh, the, the Koala Bear, Walshy, and we also had a couple other boys that were good. What good. Would, you, what did you win the grand final by, roughly? Oh, I think by 36 points or something. So it was no contest. Mm, yeah. No, no, start. it wasn't. Yeah. That's why it's like, yeah. But the, the Michigan one. Did Michi you score any tries? Yeah, I think I got two. Yeah. I'm surprised you never told me the story before. Yeah, no, because it, yeah, it's Just not the best story. Okay. But, um, GF day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, 
I reckon we you want you just yeah. want to wrap this bitch wrap up. This up. Cool. Yeah, um, that's right. Bucks, any anything yeah, else? Yeah. What do you got? Got any more stories for us? Do you want to start? I think we should be um, with the showers. Each send naked shots so we can pin it up. Just oh, to yeah. feel a bit more natural in the shower, <laughs> yeah, like keep enough. normality into it, you know. Yeah, not, so when I'm showering, I just want all your guys' cocks around. So it's just like in the. Do you think shower. those dudes yeah. wear undies in the shower? Do you think? When, do you think when they meet girls and they ask for dick pics, they send photos of themselves in in their undies? Well, remember, no, then don't be wearing your jocks in your shower. Remember Smitty then. got the undie award? Do you remember that? Uh, there was um, I, end of year trophy night. Smid got like the undie award because he never used to take his. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's just no. homo, wouldn't it? Yeah. I missed that yeah. one because I got that um, extreme effort of the year one for shit me pants. So yeah, I received <laughs> that later. <laughs> so I didn't. It's hard to top that one, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah my, my old boy asked me what that was for. That award, oh, I don't know, Dad. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be the new rule, man. Yeah. <laughs> Make the rule, yeah. El Capitan, yeah. like in the showers. Yeah. If a bloke walk in the raw, people in the undies have to wait till that man showers. Okay, yeah. people in the undies. The bloke in the raw should just rip the undies off the bloke. Yeah. You can make that one too if yeah. you want. Or, but, yeah, I'll just have to start doing it. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't get chin too many times. Before you break us down, righty, we need to shout out to, because time's getting tough and mental illness is going to start coming oh, into yeah, it again. Man. So what, um, our one sponsor, which is Mates Merchandise, M-A-A-A-T-E-S, merchandise.com.au. Um, go to their website for your thongs. They're I'm wearing their singlet tonight, but um, you know, you, you gotta, you should be um in this quarantine. We want you to be getting blown, not blowing your head off. So um, yeah. So we we all got to stick together in that. Just head to their website, put in the promo code AGM, and you get that um 10 off discount. Um, Bucks will be walking home in a, in a new pair of mates thongs, Fresh and set. um, hopefully he's gonna be uh shouting them out and uh. Yeah, so mates, so just go support them because they support people that need need it. Yeah, um, well said. Just before we leave, so I just want to for next week when we put up the um the post about the questions and that, um, we just want a bit of um a bit of feedback. We on the um the the sort of game shit talk slash commentary we did last week. Sort of just see where Has anyone um, actually if, heard that. If you if you like that sort of stuff, we're yeah. No, well, more I, of it I, I put both of them up on our audio. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they're both yeah. on SoundCloud, but the thing is, this is why I bought this I bought new one fucking up laptop. On, um, I bought one up on our page. Yeah, the first yeah. half. So I bought th- this new laptop because our old one it didn't have the bandwidth or the um the the actual oh, like um like the graphics card to to be to upload quick enough, and it was just shutting down my computer the whole time. Yeah, but yeah. So but this one be sweet, and we'll chuck this one. Bucks will be the first episode up on our YouTube page. And uh, yeah, so no, nah, it's 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 still going, and I'll see, and we've been chatting about it. So in the future, while NRL's down, what what we want to do is kind of dive into the history of rugby league, so we can on an episode we'll be breaking down either games, incidents that have happened, scandals, that kind of thing, plus with our fans' questions of that. There's but, some awesome in the history of the game. There's some awesome stories that delve way yeah. back into the depths. But yeah, like blokes sort of played league in first grade and then died in wars and things like yeah. that. Like, but there's all yeah and there's also awesome. some awesome like grand finals we can break down oh, yeah. that kind of shit. I was talking, taking to Dano breaking down that Melbourne one where they won with a penalty try just stuff like oh, that. Yeah. We talk about like the that. whole thing oh, you know. On. Yep. Yeah so maybe, good. maybe so we'll be, yeah, maybe during we'll the week we'll still be kicking we'll, on. We'll ask to see what kind of 
NRL finals and or scandals or or like just topics that we can talk about that coming week and there's, just see um, what they say. There's classic games on KO. Yeah, I could yeah, give sweet. you. My login. No, no, I've got Dano's login. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. He lives at home. Yeah, because so what good we could, because what we could okay. do is we could say we're going to be breaking down this classic game yeah, early in the put week, it up on there. and then they, and then they watch it as well, like during the week, yeah, and know and exactly what we're talking about. And you just go on to about, KO, yeah. click onto that game, and we yeah. watch it. Yep, sweet. But, You're an ideas man. Yeah, mate. But Bucks, thanks heaps for coming on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. We'll have to have a beer um, without just having to do a podcast as well yeah, <laughs> sometimes, so you know. Yeah. Um, the break is down, can't Bucks. <laughs> Bucks, you're a champion. You're the greatest guest since Kim Britson. <laughs> and it didn't cost us as much as when we paid Kimmy to come on. But everybody out there, the world's in a loose place at the moment. As Christian was saying, we've got to look after each other. People can end up in getting bad head spaces, struggling for cash, feeling alone, spending too much time with their family. I'm big chance that one of my the girls in my family is going to beat me to death while I sleep or something because I'll get annoying as fuck getting stuck with me for too long. Stay solid. The game will survive. It's just we'll need to make changes to it. Things will get better. But always think when you think how tough you're doing it, and you probably are, there's always a lot of people in a worse situation. There's thousands of people forced to go to Centrelink for months and to try and stop so they get a roof over their heads or they're able to put food on the table for their family. Stay strong. Don't be a mercenary. Love your footy. Watch a lot of reruns. And eventually the greatest game of all will return. Until next time, adios, take care. And remember, most importantly, look after yourself, look after your mates, look after your family. Even if you don't know one, it doesn't hurt just to ask someone how they're going because everyone likes to feel loved. Yeah, and we'll be doing this every week regardless. So Yeah, take care until right. next week. Thanks, lads. Cheers, Bucks. All the best. Cheers. Thanks, boys.